1: This is live, Mike, with Leland Spery. welcome back. Salt Lake County District Attorney Sim Gill will not be pursuing charges against Miguel Deras. That's the former University of Utah police officer who showed explicit photos of Lauren McCluskey to colleagues. Miguel who was assigned to Lauren's case back in 2018. She reported incidents of harassment and extortion by uh, by her killer, Melvin Rowland. Uh, before she was killed she shared these intimate photos of herself with Darris as a form of evidence uh, those photos she said were being used to extort her and uh, following a review uh, from the utah department of public safety it was found that Darris did show the photos to several other officers and some officers remembered hearing unprofessional comments being made about the photos what the report didn't find was that the photos, they weren't downloaded inappropriately and were not shared digitally. Joining us uh, for clarity on this is Salt Lake County District Attorney Sim Gill. Uh, sir, how are you?
0: I'm fine. Thank you, Lee. Happy to be here. Thank you.
1: you. You chose not to prosecute Officer Darris in this case. Tell us what led you to that decision.
0: Yeah, I think two points. First of all, uh, this was something that our office reached into. It wasn't brought in, uh, brought to us. We reached out to the University of Utah Police Department when we became aware of this as well, like everybody else. We had to then wait till the Department of Public Safety uh, was done with their review to send the materials to us. And so I had my uh, Special Victims Unit uh, division director and everybody from that team look at it. And while, uh, while we all agree that this was uh, uh, unprofessional and uh, and uh, it certainly re people uh, 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 concerned, we couldn't find a Utah statute that fit on point. Uh, and uh, what we were left with was with this very generic uh, official misconduct uh, uh, statute but the mens rea, or the mental state that was required there, did not fit the evidence that we had. So we had different statutes that we could touch upon, but nothing on point. And so as a result of that, uh, our office could not uh, articulate a, a criminal remedy in terms of the, for accountability. And with that in mind, we also, because we discovered that deficit— we're also working with a legislator up on the Hill to try to change that because victims deserve to be protected. And this kind of conduct really does need to be held accountable if other individuals similarly situated are going to act, act in that capacity as officers.
1: So as you have in the past, in finding a circumstance where you know the law, the Utah state law, doesn't necessarily support charges against an individual, uh, you, in viewing a shortcoming in the law, are partnering up with a legislator, to, to see about remedying that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I think that uh, uh, when, you, when you're outside of that, uh, uh, you know, for example, law enforcement can share images and certainly bring them in the context of their lawful duties so when it's not part of a uh, unlo- when it's not part of a lawful doesn't serve a lawful uh, purpose then the sharing of that private information even amongst other officers uh, should be prohibited and uh, and so there's there's really no statute on point uh, and certainly not with the kind of mental state, which is this is really reckless behavior. So it's, uh, uh, that's what we're doing. We're working with a law enforcement, uh, with a legislator to say there is a deficit here because I think most victims out there, like the family here, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, believes that uh, there should be a remedy there and, and, and anticipated there would be a remedy. And as we went through it, as prosecutors, our team went through it. We said that there is no statutory uh, uh, remedy here, so that needs to be corrected. So we're working with the, the legislature and uh, and hopefully have a statute in place uh, uh, to review a uh, next legislative session.
1: The uh, Salt Lake Tribune this morning broke uh, broke the story uh, first about your decision not to pursue charges against Officer Darris. Uh, Jill McCluskey, mother of Lauren McCluskey, retweeted that article and listed three questions that she has for you. The first one was, uh, sir, did you read the full DPS report? Yes. She then asked, are you afraid to prosecute police officers? No. And the third question, and I'll read it verbatim, it says, Do you understand the harm to me as Lauren's representative and to women who won't report to police because they can share private evidence without consequences?
0: And I think the as we went through, I think it would be a miscarriage of justice to think that there was a remedy when there wasn't one. So we discovered that the same way. We want victims to feel comfortable. This is something that uh, I care about very uh, deeply. And, uh, you know, I spoke with uh, uh, Lauren's mother and spoke with her counsel. We explained to them what was going on. And uh, and so uh, as we discovered this deficit, correcting that and getting a law in place so victims have a remedy, I think is uh, just as critical because the worst thing we could do is to have victims think that there is a remedy when one in fact does not exist.
1: Are there are there any options available to you in in you know in your ability to offer recommendations? How about uh, the post certification uh, enjoyed by uh, Officer Darris? Is there any role for you there? <laughs>
0: You know, I think I think that's where the DPS uh, 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 study uh, the findings are relevant, right? Because 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 there are other remedies, uh, certainly in terms of uh, uh, discipline, uh, in terms of hiring and firing practices, certification issues, and even civil remedies that may be available. Uh, You know, we racked our brains trying to figure out if we could find a criminal remedy. Unfortunately, we could not, and uh, and so that's not to say that. A, an injury did not occur or a harm did not occur and our inability to process uh, our inability to prosecute it does not mean that we condone it so I think those options or other options that you mentioned are there and I think uh, 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 you know post can certainly take a look at that uh, conduct and that's uh, pursuant to their pro- processing protocol.
1: last question I have for you it, uh, It's just a matter of uh, policy and procedure uh, it's my understanding that Miguel Darris was at the time using a personal phone is that is that accurate?
0: Yeah. So one of the things, you know, what was interesting is that they, they, while they have the mainframe with the University of Utah, uh, that uh, these officers were using their phone because they didn't, they, the you didn't provide them their official phone. I guess is the way we understood it. And so, the, so the thing is, they use their personal phone to access those materials as part of their investigative functions. And remember, the, uh, the university didn't, I believe, do their own investigation on it. It was DPS that came later to do that investigation. And by the time they got to the downloads, those phones had been changed or encrypted or uh, or the information destroyed. That was uh, one of the f- flaws in this was is that they didn't have an internal process to capture it uh, in, in a timely fashion. And by the time you got to it for DPS, time had uh, transpired. And then we had to wait. To get that DPS report, so we could look into it, because uh, we asked to look into it. It wasn't brought to us.
1: Mm. Uh, well, listen, I'm grateful to you for your time. Thank you for this. I'm anxious to you to. I'm anxious to learn uh, about this legislative language that's coming together to to fix what you perceive here as a shortcoming in the law. Uh, and again, thank you for your time, Sim Gill, Salt Lake County District Attorney. Thank you, Lee. All righty. We're going to take a break in just a moment here, but let me just sum up some of my own thoughts. Uh, This is the second story of the day that has absolutely broken my heart, Uh, not necessarily in the district attorney's decision not to uh, not to file charges against the officer, but uh, in the reminder that uh, at the root of this whole story, there is a young woman who lost her life. And there is a family that is without its daughter, uh, without its granddaughter. And there are friends who, who don't get to call Lauren to hang out on the weekends anymore. And uh, that's a heartbreaking thing. And it's uh, it should be a reminder, uh, and hopefully it is, uh, if you... Uh, are involved in some area of a a case like this, if you are investigating, if you are a friend, knowing that there are incredibly delicate and sensitive elements to this and paying uh, the due and delicate respect that is owed uh, will spare a lot of heartbreak and a lot of grief, as I think is the case here uh, in the the situation with this officer, Dara. So what will come next is unknown. Uh, The harm uh, that has been done, though, is pretty well and apparent, as evidenced by Jill McCluskey. He's on tweets. Quick break. When we return, we're speaking with John Huber, U.S. Attorney for Utah, on live mic. Your all day resource for critical breaking news, traffic and weather, and conversation about Utah's most important stories. Listen on the KSL News Radio app, sponsored by NAR Services, KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City, KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. I'm Dave Cauley.